Welcome to Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. what is going on welcome to another episode of desks and dusters brought to you by pbj cleaning depot right here in listable today's date is june 30th 2021 and i can't be more happy to welcome you to episode 40 oh my god paul has let me talk for 40 episodes i cannot believe this it means i'm doing a good job i hope what do you guys think what do you want me to talk about what else do you guys want to see on desks and dusters who do you want as guests? We are here to listen. This podcast is as much yours as it is mine. So as always, we will start with our land acknowledgement. We sit here in North Perth on the Anishinaabawaki, Mississauga, Mississauga of the First Credit Nation, Odawa land. Welcome back and welcome to episode 40, ladies and gentlemen. We have started our bottle drive here at PBJ Cleaning Depot in our hopes to raise $5,000 for Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario. Now here's the thing, just because we've chosen the Southwestern Ontario branch does not mean only people in Southwestern Ontario apply for it. People from Thunder Bay come down. Depending what you need, depending what your child needs, depending where the doctors are, depends on what house you will be sent to. This is a haven for families, for some normalcy in what is obviously the most difficult and most heart-wrenching times of their lives, having to watch their loved young one go through something and be a sick child. It's, it's a horrible thing. It's not always that, but we want to make sure that when they go to this Ronald McDonald house, they have what they need. It is a clean, it is a safe space. There is toys for the children. There is support for the families. So our bottle drive has begun. It is kicking off officially next week, but some people have already started dropping off their empties and we love it. Your bottles, your cans, please, please, please sort your bottles and cans before you drop them off for us. We do have signs. They will be on skids, cans on one skid, bottles on the other, please and thank you. Now, our hope is to raise $5,000 like you know, and if we do, I will be polar plunging into Lake Huron next January. But you guys, we have this amazing guest coming up today, and she wants to help out. So you're going to have to stay tuned to figure out what she's going to do for our polar plunge. And she may even join me if we do something a little extra. So let's dive right in. You guys might know her as Lynn. Maybe you know her as Coach Muffin. But I am very excited to welcome to the podcast, Coach Muffin. All right, everybody, I am here today joined by Lynn, who is better known as Coach Muffin around North Perth. Now, Lynn, welcome to the podcast, but where does the name Coach Muffin come from? (laughs) Coach Muffin comes from a former client of mine. She's moved away since. Um, French-Canadian, and she would call everyone else in life Muffin or Cookie or Cupcake. Like Everyone got a cutesy nickname, except for me. I was Coach. (laughs) And I had a dream one night and she was yelling at me in French and I couldn't understand anything she was saying to me, except that she started swearing. And then she called me coach muffin after the choice of swear words. And it's stuck ever since I've been coach muffin. 
So you're coach Muffin. What do you coach? What do you do? What are you, what are you teaching? So I'm a personal trainer um, through a few different venues. So locally in Listowel, I coach and train in person at Dynafit. Um, I train online, both privately with some clients, and then I am the lead coach for an online movement platform called Second Skin Society, which is all about movement for everybody and everybody. So it's focused on a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle versus weight loss and that route. And even with my background, like the closest I come is grade 12 kinesiology. But even with that kind of stuff and the different physical education courses that were offered to us at high school in the cities, I learned a lot. And that's awesome that you're teaching the nutritional side of things because a lot of people just think workout and lose weight, but that's Mm -hmm. not exactly how it works. So during this pandemic, how have you been doing? How have you been servicing your customers? I think it started with reaching out. I surveyed most of my personal training clients asking what they needed from me. And after that first lockdown, I reached out again to say, okay, we're going into round two of this. What worked last time? What didn't work? What's changed with your mental health right now? Has anything changed work-wise? What do we need to change? And just tried to be really, really open and flexible. Um, obviously my hours at work lessened. I was laid off the first two, um, lockdowns I was laid off. So I took that time to take courses, do some things to upgrade my education and knowledge more on the business side of it, um, because that's, that's my weakness. <laughs> so I've got some goals there and I took the time and used it. I did that too. I tried taking up knitting and it <laughs> lasted 20 minutes. I got very, very frustrated and I just threw the balls of yarn in the air and walked away. And 20 minutes later, I come in and my mom's just knitting away. And I was like, I hate you so much. Yeah. Can't figure it out. But I did that too. I think a lot of us opened up in quarantine. And one of the things that I really liked is how many people are taking their health and nutrition seriously now. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people realize they dwelled on the couch. They went through maybe a little period where they felt a bit of depression and stuff like that. They felt sad and, and, you know, they went through the swing of things and then, the weather came around and it was impossible to get a bicycle last summer. They were sold out (laughs) this summer. Bicycles are still out. So what advice would you have to someone who just wants to get off the couch? Start small. I think that so many people walk in the door of the gym and they'll tell me they're going to quit smoking. They're cleaning, they're eating up. They're going to get to the gym six days a week and all of this stuff. And then one little thing falls apart outside of the gym. And you panic and you start smoking and you start stress eating and you miss the gym because your grandma died and you feel like a failure. So if people come in and tell me they're going to start all of those things, I often tell them, go work on quitting smoking and then come back and we'll chat. Work on that one thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe now with getting off the couch, I think people's mental health has been hit so hard. It can be as simple as getting off the couch, managing a shower and walking around the block Yeah, because there are days, my background before I became a trainer was in mental health and developmental services. Wow. So I know what it's like to work day in and day out with someone who the hardest thing in the world is getting up to have a shower. Mm -hmm. 
So I think I approach it probably a little bit different than a lot of trainers. I love that. It's those baby steps, man. If a walk is what you can manage right now, take that walk and celebrate every freaking step of that walk. Absolutely. I, as someone who suffers from anxiety and depression and a, a little bit of OCD on the side as well, just to make things even more just fun. I totally appreciate that. Exactly. I just had a little bit of sprinkles of everything of the mental illnesses coming down on me, but I mean, I love it. I love celebrating those small victories. So what are some low intensity activities that people can do right now? Uh, seeing that we can't go to the gym. Some people can't afford a gym membership. Some people don't want to commit to going to the gym six days, seven days, five days a week, even three days a week is, is just, it's too much for some people. And mm-hmm. I completely understand that whether it's your mental, your mental, uh, your mental health or your physical life and your work life, what are some great low intensity activities people can do just to stay fit? Getting out for a walk. I mean, that's a no brainer, right? If you've got a bike, get out for a bike. Maybe you used to be a soccer player in high school and you haven't kicked a soccer ball around in a long time. Grab a soccer ball. Go take 10 minutes, right? It's crazy how that jacks your heart rate up without you thinking about it. Exactly. Go online, grab a yoga class. YouTube, Yoga with Adrian is one of my favorites. She doesn't know that we are like friends. She doesn't realize that yet, but we are. Besties in the making. I know, right? She's someone who has classes that are, it could be a 10 minute yoga practice. It could be an hour and a half yoga practice. She has it broke down. It could be yoga for a sore back. It could be yoga for grief. She has a really amazing yoga practice for grief. Um, So I love the flexibility and she doesn't take it seriously. (laughs) I think that yoga intimidates people because they think we're very like serious people all the time. Namaste find you a yoga teacher that will drop an F-bomb and suddenly it's easy, right? That would be my father. My father is a huge yogi. I call him a yogi bear. And he does yoga anywhere from two to three times a day. And he's, he got into it back in around 2010. And it just, that's exactly what he needed. He needed that, that calming, that calmness, that deep stretch, that inner peace kind of, kind of feeling. And he had some, he's had some very good yoga instructors. He's had some very eccentric yoga instructors. We've done a healing yoga before and stuff like that. And even something as simple as just stretching after your walk can make you feel so good. And if you can do that stuff outdoors, do it outdoors, go do yoga on your lawn at the park. We have amazing green spaces here in North Perth. We really do. I was in Toronto a couple of weeks ago to shoot a fitness shoot outside in a park. And I looked around and I was blown away by the number of people that were outside working out. They were pulling up with shopping carts with dumbbells and kettlebells or like whatever they could carry in their backpack and just finding a way to move their body. There was a man doing handstand walks to the left of me. There was this little tiny adorable old lady doing Tai Chi. There was guys boxing. Everyone was finding a way to move their body and they looked joyful and motivated. And all I kept thinking is we have amazing green spaces in Listowel and we don't use them like this is being used right now. Exactly. Like I live right across the street, um, pretty much from the chamber and there's a tennis court right there. 
my boyfriend and I are on there all the time. And there's like maybe one or two other groups of people I've ever seen on that court. Then you go up into where the big park is. You've got a park, you got baseball diamonds, you got soccer fields, you got even more tennis courts. So I understand the battle of mental health, but if you really, really get there and you have someone to keep you motivated, someone to keep you accountable, it's so encouraging. And that's why I love that you chose the name coach muffin rather than trainer, because to me, a trainer is someone that's just going to work you out. They're going to push you and stuff like that. But you seem more of like, almost like a life coach at the same time. I guess for me, I wasn't a super athletic kid, right? I, I was like, this string bean that had asthma and glasses. And I was really smart. (laughs) I wasn't made for sports back then. And so I kind of fell into fitness accidentally. I was going through a really rough marriage that was dissolving. I had very low self-esteem and self-worth because of how I was treated by this person. And in the middle of all of this, I had a baby born with special needs. So I decided I was going to learn to run a 5k and a coworker who I barely knew at that point said, well, do you want to do this couch to 5k thing with me? And I said, okay. And long story short, I ran a 5k told her that day that I needed out of my marriage. All of that happened. And then I decided I wanted to run from London to Listowel because that makes, that's the next logical step right after yeah, 5k <laughs> and then, you know, 89k. Yeah. So I ran that and raised money for Ronald McDonald house because that's, that's where my heart belongs is that place. And Kersey said to me afterwards, um, you're on mat leave right now. And I really think you need to go back to school and become a trainer because this is what you need to do. That's and amazing. So I had- I just snowballed and here I am. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if you know this, but right now PBJ cleaning depot is aiming to raise $5,000 this year for Ronald McDonald house charity, Southwestern Ontario. So if we do, we will be live streaming me polar plunging into Lake Huron next January. So we understand the need of a place like Ronald McDonald house charity and all the different things and how creative people get. So I love that. You just went out there and did that. And we kind of did the same thing. I'm slightly insane. So I was like, Hey, I can't run a mile, but I can jump into a lake in January probably. So let's give that a go. (laughs) Have you ever done anything crazy like that? I have not done a jump in the lake in January, but I'm here to tell you that if you raise $10,000, I'll jump in the lake with you. Yes. All right, right you there, guys, I'm going to have a partner with me if we can double our goal up to $10,000. So keep those donations rolling in, you guys. There's more events coming as well. So I want to talk about the nutritional side of things. Do you help your clients with nutrition, with healthy eating habits, with cutting back on bad sugars and junk food and things like that? So I, shocking, I approach this differently than a lot of trainers as well. I don't count macros. I don't count calories. I think that it complicates things for most people, especially when they're starting. Mm -hmm. So I tend to have people track their food for me and go through and we'll go through once a week together and we'll pick one habit to change. And that could be as simple as I want an extra glass of water every day this week. And then the next week, I want you to add an extra serving of vegetables. 
we tend to, I tend to add something healthy versus like taking something unhealthy off of there first. Because I think if you're adding that extra water and that extra veggies, all of a sudden in a couple of weeks, you're thinking, wow, I'm really full. And maybe I don't need that Snickers bar today. Right. So it helps. And I think I'm an endurance athlete. So for me, I look at my nutrition differently. Mm-hmm. Obviously I have people in my life who are bodybuilders and they're thinking about aesthetics and how those muscles pop and look. And I look at where, what I'm training for. And I think I need to be able to do three big athletic events in 24 hours. So it's more about what foods can I fuel that are going to help me recover? What's going to help with inflammation, those kinds of things. And so I think when my clients come in, we look at their goals too. If I had someone who came in wanted to train with me and they were like, Hey, I want to do a figure competition. I am going to say, Hey, <laughs> love you. Not my jam. I have really great people in my network. Let me hook you up with a coach. Exactly. Right? There is no, when it comes to the human body, there's no one fixed plan that works for all. This is not a one size fits all deal. Your workout plan and my workout plan are totally different because of what our goals are and what our bodies are and what they can handle. Your nutrition is going to be a lot different than what my nutrition looks like. So I love that. And the other thing too, is I totally agree. If you sit there and tell your clients, you can't have a cookie. Well, guess what? They're going to really want a cookie now because they know they can't have it. So I think that's just such a great way to approach everything and such a such a compassionate way as well of understanding because you hear stories and you see stories of people who are doing their meal plans all the time and they're so into it and they're counting every single carb counting every calorie counting every sugar they're beating themselves up when they miss a workout and they're working out twice a week and stuff like that so it sounds like you can really help people across across the spectrum when it comes to whatever it is they're kind of looking for with either a fitness goal or a nutritional goal I try to, and I also really focused on just growing that network of people and being willing to say, Hey, this isn't a great fit for me or Hey, nutrition. I legally can't be giving you a meal plan because I'm not a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So knowing that scope of practice and saying, Hey, I have these four nutritionists that I trust there. This one does really well with this, this, and just being willing to say, Hey, let me hand you off to somebody or let me find the answer to your question. Exactly. Now, Lynn, if someone wants to get in touch with you, whether they just want to ask a couple questions, maybe find out more about training and coaching with you, how is the best way for someone to contact you? Right now, probably the easiest way would be Instagram. Um, it's at coach underscore muffin easy enough to find. Uh, hopefully there's website and stuff coming in the near future, some exciting stuff happening, but for right now, probably the Instagram and yeah, feel free to reach out with questions. I am approachable and an open book. So I was there to chat. I love it. I love the mental health aspect you bring people who listen to this podcast. know I'm huge on mental health, mental health. I'm huge with sharing my story. I'm huge with encouraging others to come out and share as well, because I think sharing your story like you did with us is one of the bravest and strongest things you can do is admitting some of the weakest and or lowest points of your life and knowing that it can only go up. So 
I absolutely love that. Now I'm in love with you. I think you are an incredible person. I love what you do. I love what you do for our community. What, like, we have listeners from all around. So what kind of area do you cover? Mainly just North Perth? That's the joy of online training means that I have clients all over North America. I have a couple that I train in the States. I have a couple of runners out East representing the East Coast. So I'm, you want to train, we'll work something out. And I, I think, think that's the that, greatest thing about COVID is it's opened up all these other avenues. So like for me, I used to work out at this gym in Waterloo that was very private. It was a racket club. It was really small. Everyone kind of knew everyone. I grew up there playing tennis. So I was quite comfortable. And all of a sudden they're like, no, we're going to go to this big fancy new place. It's got two pools and it's got like three floors and this gym. And I remember I walked in for the tour and my anxiety just went and my stomach was in my mouth. And I went, I cannot work out here. There's too many people. So I totally get that pressure. And I think it's awesome that you're offering your services virtually to those as well. Is that something you plan on keep doing post pandemic? It's something that you're going to see a greater focus on actually from me. I think if anyone knows me, they know that I'm community minded. My community means the world to me. And I think that COVID has taught me that my community isn't just my peeps here in North Perth community is an energy that I'm building. And I hope that is evident in my social media. And I try to keep it authentic and very real. I'm, I'm a trainer, but I'm a human too. Exactly. Growing that coach muffin community. That's amazing. I absolutely love to hear that. We are going to link your Instagram into the description of this episode. So if anyone ever wants to reach out to you, they know exactly where to come and find it. Lynn, thank you so much for speaking with me this afternoon. It was so nice to get to know you and get to know Coach Muffin and that the two are the same and what it is you do and what it is you offer to our amazing community. So thank you so much for being you. Oh, well, thank you for having me and being so sweet. We'll have to go play tennis sometime. I I would love to. I play tennis, you know, twice drunk in the Dominican kind of deal. So you sound like you've got some skills. I would love to learn. I actually may have been a little bit of a nerd in high school. I might've captained the tennis team for two years in a row. So I do have some history. I played for about 15 years and I loved it, but yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I'm trying to get it back. So I am always willing to teach. I used to teach tennis. So yeah, you and I will get in touch. I'll follow you on Instagram and we'll get a match going out there sometime when it's not pouring rain. It's ridiculous out there today. It is. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you very much, Lynn. Thank you, AKA coach muffin. I love that you target more than just fitness. You are a life coach and what you do is amazing. It's something that people like me need who aren't totally fitness go-getters, I guess you would say, like, I'm not the kind of person you're going to find pumping iron in the gym every single day and running 5k to start my day. Good Lord. That's never going to happen for me, but she is there to help you with your goals, with your intentions of what you want. So thank you, coach muffin. And like always, we are going to drop all of her social medias and any way to get in touch with her in the description of this episode. So check it out.
stay tuned for next season for next episode you guys episode 41 is going to be kicking off the month of july so you know we're going to be talking about some incredible sales and specials coming your way we're going to be pushing the bottle drive letting you guys know how it's going where we're at and then the week after that we'll let you know how much money we raised so stay tuned for july specials you guys have a great canada day be respectful on Canada Day, please, and thank you. If you are going to drink, drink responsibly, of course. If you have a long weekend, I hope you enjoy it. If not, I hope you get to spend some time reflecting on this country that we live in and the freedoms of which we have. So be a good person. Be nice to someone. Smile at them. Hold a door open for someone. It takes no effort to be a good person, ladies and gentlemen. Go out there, have yourself a great day. We'll see you right back here for episode 41 next Wednesday, right back here on Desks and Dusters, brought to you by PBJ Cleaning Depot. Be sure to catch Desks and Dusters on all your favorite podcast platforms like CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters through PPJ Cleaning Depot every other week.